0: now
1: And that is oh sons and daughters of the king it's rumination tuesday right after easter april the 23rd in the year of our lord 2019 and with us we have reverend mark smith hi
2: hey tom a blessed and joyous tide to you
1: yes today. you always uh, begin the easter with christ is risen indeed he's risen indeed hallelujah yes yeah we never did the Alleluias. At my congregation. yes, yeah, some do and some don't. <laughs> yes. But all the congregations I preached at this year, they did.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, let me tell you, the hymn this morning is filled with hallelujahs. If you don't get your hallelujah quota today, you're, something's wrong.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, um, it, it all depends which one you do. Yeah,
2: that, that hymn, now that hymn that was just played... That's not the one I'm familiar with. No. It's, it, it's different. It's pretty. I think it's pretty. In fact, I, I think I, I prefer it, but uh, uh, it's not O oh, Sons and Daughters of the King that I'm familiar with.
1: Well, actually, it doesn't have the Alleluia's in it. Yeah, right. Well, if you look at your hymnal, 470 doesn't have the Alleluia's. except uh, that yeah, the, it, it does.
2: Is in the, the last line, okay. it
1: has three. Yeah, that's true.
2: (laughs) Hallelujah. I got you, Tom. Got you this morning.
1: No, I wanted to give you some hope, and that's why I said what I knew was wrong. (laughs) This actually was written by a Franciscan friar, Jean Tisserand. Jean Tisserand. He died in 1494. No kidding.
2: Yes. Wow. Just just two years after Columbus sailed the ocean blue,
1: yes. And Luther was just a little baby. Yeah, that's right. Not yeah. very old at all. Right. And it was uh, sung in French dioceses on the evening of Easter Day. Um, this particular translation is by John Mason Neal, and it is most frequently used today. Yeah. And uh, it's just um, an Easter hymn that occurred prior to the Reformation. No kidding. Yes. Well, one thing that's
2: good about it, it goes through the whole, you know, it it goes through the the early morning uh, trip to the tomb, and it concludes, it goes through Thomas, Doubting Thomas, in his episode.
1: Yeah, I often wondered, you know, how my parents decided my name would be Thomas, because they didn't know me. They had their doubts about you. Well, actually, after I was born, the doctor showed me to my mother and father, and they said, we doubt that that's our child. <laughs> then they came up with Downey Thomas. They
2: had their suspicions though, from the beginning. I tell you. No, I tell you, I've seen your mother. I saw your mother before she passed, yeah. and, and you
1: look just like her.
2: I could not look that the, I could see the resemblance. <laughs> when I saw your mother, I said, boy, that is sure Tom's mother, no doubt about
1: it. Yeah, they always say I look like my father, too.
2: Really? So. No, I, I never met your dad. No, so. no. But I understand he was the kind of guy that, you know never knew a stranger who was an w- insurance salesman, wasn't he?
1: Yes, and even the pastor left church before he did. <laughs> He'd be greeting people back there. And yeah, I really understand something. he
2: was really a friendly guy.
1: Yes, yeah, had a big funeral, and uh-huh. uh, he had a lot of folks coming as immigrants from uh, Germany and helped them with insurance and things like that, uh, no kid, got them jobs and all uh-huh. sort of things. Yeah. All right, O Sons and Daughters of the King, if you would read the first stanza, please.
2: O Sons and Daughters of the King, Whom heavenly hosts in glory sing, Today the grave has lost its sting. Alleluia,
1: alleluia, alleluia. Yes, I had an interesting Easter sermon I'm sure you would recognize. My question was a pretty easy one. Uh, How many of you... Uh, regard Easter as the time when we celebrate Jesus rising from the dead. Oh boy! <laughs> oh, come on, Tom. Is that your is that your
2: trick? Tw- 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 your trick question?
1: Yes. <laughs> Would anyone disagree? I said that that's what Easter is about.
2: Yeah, yeah. And and what was the answer?
1: Well, no, it's not what Easter is oh, about. Oh, okay. Come on. All right. <laughs> okay, Tom. In fact, the first stanza here shows us why. It doesn't say, O sons of daughters of the king, whom heavenly hosts in glory sing, today the grave is open
2: or empty. Today the grave has lost its sting. Yes. Death is defeated. Yes. yes.
1: You see, that's what Easter is about. Uh, It's not about death. And what I did in the sermon, I showed how. Every disciple and the women, even when they knew that the tomb was empty, didn't believe in Jesus as the Messiah. Remember, Mary comes, sees the tomb yeah, empty.
2: Thought she w- thought he was a
1: gardener. No, no, before that. Uh-huh. Uh, where have they taken him?
2: Yeah, right, right. Yeah. You
1: know. The two disciples on the road in Emmaus knew that the tomb had been empty, and they were all confused yes. because he had been crucified. And the first time that joy came to the disciples occurred on the evening when they were, you know, some of them believed yes. that he rose from the dead, and yes. they were still scared in right. the evening. Right. Like John. Locked doors. They yeah. had the doors locked. Absolutely. And he appeared before them. It, right in front, of the, through the doors, you know, just walked through. And that didn't help them. What helped them? When he ate, ate the fish? No. What were when, the first words he said? Oh, peace be with you. Yes. And That's right.
2: Don't be angry. Don't be angry at yourselves. Don't be sorry. Don't be sad. Well, peace it, be with you. You've ma- been reconciled to the Father.
1: Yeah. My God and your God. The Father is no longer angry right, with you. Right, Exactly. And then it said joy came to them. That's the first time. Yeah. And so the point I was making in the sermon, Easter isn't about an empty tomb. It's really about the grave has lost its thing. Yes. If you don't have, you see, it's the difference between historical faith. Right. Even the Pharisees believed he rose from the dead. They paid the yeah. soldiers to lie about it. That's right. They believed he raised Lazarus from the dead. They sell, said it was a trick of Beelzebub. And so the whole point of the sermon was you have never really understood Easter until you move past the historic into the spiritual meaning. Right. And that's what we've been saying for weeks here, that what makes a good sermon is not just going through the Bible, historically saying what it says, but applying it to the people in the pew. And so the point I was trying to make is that what Easter really should mean to you is your sins have been forgiven, you're wearing the robe of righteousness, Heaven is your home. All the benefits of Easter. And we will rise
2: on the last day. Yes, another you know, one.
1: As you, as you
2: know, I just we just laid my mother to rest yes. right before Easter. Both my parents died right around Easter. My dad died on Good Friday. And uh, as I was saying to all my family, you know, and I'm so thankful for this. You know, I love my mother dearly, but I, I don't feel the finality of death. You know, even you when, when we close the casket, when we right. close the casket, I, I I truly believe I'll see my mother again. Yes, that's right. It's just right. a matter of time. Yeah. And uh, so it's it's not a final thing for me. No. And that's that's what Easter's all about.
1: That's why I've added the hallelujah, because if you just do the first part, Christ is risen, he is risen indeed, that's not saving faith. Yeah. What saving faith is when you say the Alleluia. Alleluia, yes. That's the gospel. Yeah, and so that's what the whole sermon was about: is that the history, history of the Bible is absolutely correct, but so did the unbelieving Pharisees believe in all of it, yeah. but they didn't believe. They never would have said "Alleluia when they saw him die, well even the devil knew that the devil knew that
2: Jesus rose from the dead he, Jesus came right into hell descend, descended into hell to, to
1: show him the victory well said and um, yeah there's just so many passages that show until you hear the gospel, you have no understanding of the history, so you can prove all the history you want right i mean i don 't object to uh, People, from a scientific point of view, showing that creation is a better science than evolution. I'm just saying it's not going to lead anybody to faith. Right. Yeah. So, stanza two. That
2: Easter morn at break of day, the faithful women went their way to seek the tomb where Jesus lay. Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia.
1: So, what they're doing, they're going through, this is a good hymn uh, showing the history Uh, of what occurred. Um, Now, I'm not gonna do the hallelujahs each time because they're all the same. (laughs) Number three, an angel clad in white they see who sits and speaks unto the three, your Lord will go to Galilee. So at that point, you're not hearing any gospel. All you're hearing is fulfillment of promises that Jesus made. And of course they went back to the apostles and told them. Yeah. And the apostles said, No, no, that's an idle yeah. tale what you're saying. Yeah. By the way, did you see did you use
2: the uh every Sunday bulletin choice out of CPH this past Easter? It was neat. Uh, You know, it wasn't just lilies and a stone on it for a change, but for once they actually had they had Mary Magdalene or whoever the first lady into the tomb was, and she was peering into the tomb, and you saw the backs of the heads of these two angels. Oh, really? And at the top, why do you seek the living among the dead? It was
1: just really.
2: Really neat for a change to no. see that depiction.
1: They make their own bulletins, all yes. the congregations I go
2: to. Yeah, I don't know who did, I can't remember who did the artwork, but uh, yeah. it was really a neat bulletin. It was a CPH bulletin. CPH, right. every, every Sunday bulletin, it's a series. Yeah, they, they, they usually
1: get. have a very good one. You know, CPH is Concordia Publishing Concordia House. Concordia Publishing House. The yes. publishing house of the Lutheran
2: Church, Missouri Synod. Well, it was just neat to see those two angels sitting there in the... In the uh, in
1: the entry,
2: part yeah. Of the Jim Belts
1: has an excellent interpretation of that. And Mark, when um, the angel asks them, you know, uh, are you seeking Jesus of Nazareth who was crucified? And he said, "That's a wrong translation. It's really, are you seeking Jesus of Nazareth who is crucified?" Who is crucified? How about that? Yeah. And he makes a really big point. And the way I explain it. I'm walking down the street with my father and a guy comes up, he knows me, doesn't know my father, says, who's he? And I look at him and said, he was my father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the dad later says, what do you mean I was? I am. Yeah. And so Jesus is still the crucified right. one for us. That's why the crucifix is still so appropriate for us. Yeah, who was it? Uh, David Scare, yeah, on issues, et cetera, was making a big point that the body should always be on the cross. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because if you want the body gone, then you show the tomb. We just na- uh, we just put a crucifix, hung a crucifix in my
2: s- secretary's outer office. Oh, really? She, she wanted it. She collects them. She actually collects. Oh, them. Oh, that's smart. And uh, and we just hung one in the, in, her, in her outer office with
1: the corpus. Yes, with absolutely. Excellent. Okay, four. I'll read. That night, the apostles met in fear. Among them came their master, dear, and said, my peace be with you here. You see, that's the first time that they lost their fear. When he said, my peace be with you. Yes, my peace be with you. That's the same thing the angels said to the shepherds. Shepherds, yeah. 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 And so it's kind of a come around type of thing. And they met in fear. Can you imagine, you believe that Jesus rose from the dead and you had fled from him in the Garden of Gethsemane. You had betrayed him. You denied him three times. Nobody was at the cross except John. And now you hear he's coming oh, back. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, was he going to be disappointed <laughs> with me? You would think <laughs> that the first words he would say, thanks a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm back. In fact, I well, said... Well, he,
2: here's a question. Same Same situation. Yeah. Would you have hid behind locked doors? Or would you be out telling
1: everybody? No, you'd be behind I think locked doors. St-
2: I think I'd still be
1: hiding yeah, behind yeah. doors. In fact, that's the problem with Christians today. Yes, I know, yes. <laughs> <laughs> because we're sinners, we cannot get it straight. Yes, Long yes. Gospel. Yeah. It just we Law and gospel. We need to be continually reminded of, yeah. the, of the Easter story. Okay, here comes my namesake, five. When Thomas first the tidings heard that they had seen the risen Lord, he doubted the disciples' word. Yeah, because he couldn't see him face to face.
2: I always think, you know, it's always neat when, when the ladies, you know, the ladies all tell the apostles, the disciples, what had happened, and it was to them as an idle tale. That's right. I thought, you know... Especially it, you know, the men really, the men really don't step up to the plate, do it. It's the women that were first at the tomb. The women were last at the cross, and and here these men don't believe the women.
1: No. Well, remember in that culture, you had to have two witnesses, yeah. and they had to be. Made. Yeah. So women weren't even allowed in court sometimes.
2: Uh, I'm kind of reminded of what a professor once said to us at the se- oh, in a wow. seminary class. He says. If you want something said, get a man to say it. If you want something done, get a woman to do it.
1: <laughs> well, that's why you and I got married. <laughs> yeah. I guess we listened to them. Yeah, <laughs> sure did. All righty.
2: Six. My pierced side, O Thomas, see, and look upon my hands, my feet. Not faithless, but believing be.
1: Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. And then... I'm going to read seven, no longer Thomas then denied he saw the feet, the hands, the side, you are, my Lord, and God, he cried. now there's something very interesting here going on. Jesus says, in this particular verse, not touch me like the Bible says, yeah, but look upon my hands and feet, and verse seven immediately. Thomas cried out, my Lord and God, yeah. just by seeing him, not by touching him. Yeah, I remember, uh, I don't
2: remember, Professor Molring at the center. Sure, right. He wrote a whole article, if not a sermon, on the question, did yeah. Thomas indeed touch the wounds? Right. Or did he not? Uh, you know, was it necessary?
1: Yes. And he comes out, no. I think, I think that was his answer. Yeah, and no, no, it's no. not necessary. Right. Um it, it wasn't even necessary for Paul when he fell off the horse. Right, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah who are you, Lord? <laughs> yeah. Well, why don't you come down here and show Oh, I can't see right now for some reason. <laughs> Noah, this is really critical to understand that how did Thomas then come to faith through the Holy Spirit without having to touch him, etc. Yeah. Et cetera. yeah. But God still gives us a way to touch him. Right. How? The Lord's supper. Very good. Yeah. Yes. Well, what does that have to say
2: about this evidential, you know, the evidential uh, yeah. attitude? You, you don't want to talk about that right now.
1: Well, no, we don't have enough time. Yeah, we don't have time. Some other time. Yeah. Uh, the, the fact is, is that uh, the only evidence we need is what the Bible says. God says it, that settles it. That's right. Period. Yeah. Yeah, and there's no way you can reasonably get somebody to believe in Jesus Christ. Yeah, I make the point again and again, even if you prove that the tomb was empty and everyone believed that, then everybody goes to hell. Yeah. Because that's not saving faith. Right. Yes. Saving faith is what... Now, by the way, this is the first time that any of the disciples referred to Jesus as God. Did you know that? No, I don't know. I didn't the, either until I studied on this. Uh-huh. Yeah, you won't find
2: it my ahead. My Lord and my God. Well, now, wait a minute. Didn't uh, uh, Peter made that profession of no, faith? No,
1: thou art the Messiah. Thou
2: art the Christ, the yeah. son of the living God.
1: Yeah. The, yeah, not that he was God. But you
2: don't think he was making the point that you're equal to God?
1: No, he said he's the son, of the, the son of the living God. In fact, we're going to be preaching about that on uh, Sunday. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you what I'm going to say because then they'll know the answer to the question. But okay. you, you can't, you can't give them the answer to the question, Tom. No, you, not a No,
2: no, no, no. Can't, can't let them have one up my chip over you. <laughs> boy, oh boy! Why don't you read verse eight? All right. <laughs> How blessed are they who have not seen, and yet whose faith has constant been, for they eternal life shall win. Hallelujah! Yeah. Hallelujah! Allelu- yeah, that's a that's a little bit f- suspect. For they eternal life shall win. We don't win it. Oh Christ, yeah, you do. Christ won it. No,
1: no, no, no. Christ no. won it for us. Yes, but then who does He give the crown of life to? Us. We become the winners. I've said this a lot in of Christ. Well, obviously, in Christ. yes. Um, it's like being at the Olympics and you're running the race. You come in last, but the guy who wins the gold gives you the gold, and you stand. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. That's what happens to I'll, us. I'll take it. <laughs> yes. Well, because there's actually Bible verses to back it up. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. I hate to bring in the Bible on you, Mark, but <laughs> oh boy. But this is really critical. Uh, how blessed are they who have not seen, and yet whose faith has constant being? Um. In other words, you don't have to see Jesus face to face in order to believe in Him. We believe absolutely ridiculous things yeah. from the Bible. Yeah, what, what the Bible teaches, it just doesn't make any sense yeah, at all. The resurrection on the last day. Yeah, and, you know the worldwide flood. Three the, God, uh, three persons, one God. Oh, I know. It makes no sense at all. Yeah, right. And so, reason isn't the route to convince someone to become a Christian. We have what's called blind faith. Mm -hmm. In other words, we trust the word of God blindly. Yes. Once it says it, that settles it. How many times have you and I been talking about something, and I'll say something, and you'll bring up a Bible verse, and I change my mind? Has that ever happened? No, can't say it has. (laughs) Um, Remember
2: about... (laughs) As long as I have a Bible verse.
1: (laughs) No, no, no. Remember uh, where I used to think that God did not make use of his divine... Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah, you used to say... Yes.
2: Yeah, you used to say that he left all of his uh, abilities behind, you know. Yeah, then they used them. And I made the point that, oh, yes, he always had it. He always had that divine omnipotence and everything. I can't believe... He just didn't use it. The only time you ever corrected me, you can't remember. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) That was H. Richard Klon that straightened me out on that. That's right. Yeah.
1: God rest him. And I checked out the Bible verses you gave and such and said, yeah, Mark is right. <laughs> and see, that changes my mind immediately. That's why I love reading commentaries and stuff uh, after I do my work, because sometimes they have insights you don't see in the English. Right. And I'm not that good in Greek and Hebrew to to get to the level that they can get. All right. Why don't you do nine? On this most holy day of days, be laud
2: and jubilee and praise. To God, your hearts and voices raise. Alleluia,
1: alleluia, alleluia. So, why is it the most holy day of days? Well, I mean, you know, Easter. I mean, it's the resurrection,
2: and it it proves four things. You know, right out of the catechism. It, It proves God has accepted his sacrifice on the cross, and he raised him from the dead to show that he had accepted that sacrifice for the sins of the whole world. It proves who Jesus was, that he was indeed uh, God himself, that his word is the truth, and that we too will rise on the last day.
1: I am beginning the worship service. I believe the hymn we're doing is Christ the Lord is Risen Today, which is an odd hymn to sing the week after Easter. Yeah. Well, every every Sunday is a little that's Easter. That's the point every I'm going to be Sunday making. Now. Yeah.
2: Even even throughout Lent, yeah.
1: Sunday is still a little Easter. That's right. It's always so. Every the the problem is is I've got a congregation that worships midweek. Yeah. Well, that'll be neat. They'll have an Easter on Wednesday, right? That's right. And then for them, that's the day He rose. That's <laughs> right. Yeah. But see, it doesn't matter what day of the week you use. Right. Uh, as long as you make it clear, it's kind of Easter. The question I had for Good Friday was: Is our redemption because of Good Friday or Easter? Our redemption? Yeah. Uh, it, our our redemption, Good Friday. Very good. Our resurrection, Easter. Excellent. Yeah. The resurrection is the evidence the Father gives us that right. what He had done is truly finished. Right. Okay, Church.
2: Yes, uh, join us every Sunday now, of course, uh, or Saturday, Saturday at 5 p.m. or Sunday morning at 9 a.m. We'd love to have you at Prince of Peace Lutheran Church out in
1: Crestwood. Excellent. And uh, tomorrow is our last live broadcast because the share is on this week. Oh, that's right. And so it'll be a Bible study for congregations or people at home. I'm Tom Baker, Mark Smith. Uh, Till next Tuesday, then, God bless.